Today on the Tim Manor Podcast Show, we've got Rick Moylan, performance coach. Rick, how would you describe what you do, mate? <laughs> it's the million-dollar question. Yeah, because I know you work with like loads of different people, and you don't do a lot of mentoring yep. and coaching for instructors, personal trainers, gyms, how to change the mindset and stuff like that, mate. How would you describe what you do? It's, it's been the it's been the the, the question for years, yeah. and and you know some. I mean, you're the perfect person to answer this for me. But yeah. for many many years, people, best friends, family would say, "Why is it you do?" Yeah. And what I do is I help people look, think, and feel like an elite athlete. Why? Where, where did that come from? Where did that shift come from? What's your original background then? Were you a personal trainer? What? Yeah, um, I think like a like a lot of people, I I as a kid, I just loved sport. I just wanted to play sport, and um, I liked uh, football was was the predominant sort of sport, but boxing as well. I, I mean, I have to joke. I, I used to block punches with my face. Was the sort of <laughs> was the ongoing joke, you know? But. Um, I, yeah, I was just loved sport, and 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 that was the pathway that that, that I wanted as a, as an athlete, and maybe you know, we'll touch on why that didn't happen. But uh, I just sort of gravitated to then. I had an interest in training and learning, so my my you know my qualifications sort of went that way. And I think like a lot of things in in my life, I kind of just fell into being a being a trainer, and that was how. It all originated. I started out as a personal trainer over twenty years ago. Um, you know, looking to looking to help people, kind of figuring it out as as I was going. I knew a little bit about training. I was super interested. I, I'd consider myself. Some might disagree, but I'd consider myself a people person. So I li- I've always liked being around people, and and that was that was very much the start for me. So I, I was in a gym on a gym floor. You know, busting around, chat, chatting to people, trying to say hello. And back then, the gyms were kind of very different to what they are now. They were kind of rows of treadmills and rows of you know cardio kit and kind of quite impersonal. Um, and yeah, I knew a little bit about training, so I I would just go up to people and talk to them and say, you know, hey Tim, nice to meet you. Let's train. And it and it kind of all just went from there, really. That's gone a bit like way of being in it that sort of that, but is it sales you can it is sales isn't yeah, it yeah but you teach people that now don't you yeah how to up the game um the psychology of it all yep. is that what you're more interested in now um i still i still love i still love sports science i'm still very much a, a student of it i love i love finding out about all areas of human performance yeah. i think our challenges now as humans, as, as people in life, whether that's money or the demands, social demands that we think are placed on us, you, you name it, I think it's tough. And, I, and I, I just, I've just always liked helping people. And then outwardly, I'll often appear very confident. But going back to, you know, what we just talked about, you know, in terms of my career, my football, my sport, I've, I've, I've you know, in the past, I'd challenges with my own self-confidence and and so forth like that so i'm super interested in the the physical side let's say but i'm really interested in what goes on up here yeah you can Um, tell that you can tell that where you're in and and this thing 
we'll do Charlotte to our Charlie at Farmer Strong, but this thing you're doing with Charlie, what 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 is that that you're doing with Charlie to help businesses rewire the brain, change the pattern on what they should be charging? Because it's an hardening, isn't it, for people? Yeah. That relationship with money yeah. and what they should be charging. Yeah. Tell me a bit about that. A help of a help of a coach is that there's two angles to my to my business to my consultancy let's say which is one working with members of the public working on their physical and mental game but then the, the second arm which is our, our mate Charlie is where I, I help my peers and I help them to um, to package what they what they do to a lot of, a lot of people in the industry are suit are really good at delivering results but actually a sort of byproduct of that is they don't look after themselves so well and, and one of the, the areas is is price they overwork and, and undercharge so I've, I've, I've got a mentoring program of, of industry peers that I, I guide them what I kind of say to them is I, I will help them steer their boat they've got to row that boat um, so they've got to put the, the work in um, and, and I'm demanding of them but you know the whole ethos is to help them help as many people as possible, but still keep a quality of life for themselves. You know, there's an irony there to, yeah. to ensure health professionals remain healthy because often we, we, we kind of put ourselves last. Yeah, you get wrapped up in it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And, and to, to charge what, what is, you know, what I believe is their, is their worth. So that's, that's what I do and that's how I met Charlie. Yeah. He's got a brilliant business and uh, here we are, here we are today. What, talk to me about worth then, what, and, and you say what they are worth. What does that mean? Well, it's a, the, the health and fitness industry, particularly if I just look at it from a price point, it's fascinating. Um, I, I suppose like anything with, with growth, sometimes you get, you know, the more people that get into it, you kind of get increased competition or another yeah. way of putting that can be dilution. And when I got into the industry over 20 years ago, all, all we ever did then was we worked to the hourly rate and that was deemed success. If you had X amount of hours in your diary yeah. per week, uh, uh, back then I was charging, I started off, I was charging £30 for an hour and then I, I, I sort of got, got quite well known and got busy. So I kind of upped my price a little bit. But over 20 years ago, I was charging £40 for a personal training hour at that time. 20 odd years later, the industry in terms of price alone hasn't moved on. If anything, it's gone backwards. And there's a lot of trainers and coaches out there who I believe, and this is, is absolutely with no disrespect to them, what what they do to try and get busy is compete on price. And what I try and work with with my guys is delivering value and great results, great experience, not just in session, but the whole package in yeah. terms of ensuring that the client is, is is looked after and they get what they you know they get what they're looking for but then it's also structured in a way that the the um that the coach can grow an actual business rather than working just to the hour like i used to do and that would be you know long six in the morning starts nine ten o'clock at night finishes it would be uh, super busy when we were super busy but then summer holidays what had happened to me income then what happens may come over Christmas. So it's kind of bridging these gaps and, and building a, a real business rather than a business that's solely to the hourly rate, which has decreased. So that's value just on the price alone.
And what what are these? What are most people struggling with, Rick? What is it? What 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 are they struggling with? Like a small business mindset? Are they are they thinking they're not worth it? What's the? I, I think I think um, I think a lot a lot of trainers and coaches they they're really well trained and they're students of training nutrition uh, how to structure programs all that kind of stuff but it is those those key if we look at the title personal trainer it, it, and I don't mean the soft skills because a lot of trainers and coaches are natural at speaking to yeah. people and make hopefully making people feel welcome and all that kind of stuff but then when it comes to asking for money yeah that's where the barrier is and that is really common I've been all over the country and beyond helping trainers and coaches and many of them have a real barrier when it comes to asking for hi me. I'm Rick here's what I charge wow yeah seems to be an industry trend where's he come from that you think couldn't tell you I couldn't tell you I think I think like any any industry these trends um and within health and fitness the price point is is dropping um but there's a lot out there I mean you know I'll compare it to photography not I mean anybody can like pick up a Sony A4 do look one shoot and now they're a professional photographer yep. and they're charging like peanuts where these other you know have been experienced for 20 odd years yep. you're kind of like and then they're, they're dropping the charges to like kind of meet yep. that and it's like an around and around we go yep. so I totally I totally understand that bit of it but how does somebody change their mindset uh, it, it's 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 not always easy we have to look at and um, everybody's different mate individual maybe there's a trauma attached to absolutely uh, it's a great book isn't it rich dad poor dad which sort of touches into yeah, that. that um and um, it doesn't give all the answers but that it, ultimately we've all got areas of strength areas where we will back ourselves in a certain scenario where we feel confident in a certain environment and then we've all got areas of limitation areas that that we, you know we could benefit from some coaching and some support with yeah. um so you know with a lot of trainers and coaches for, for us it's about not only the conversation um and having the courage to have that conversation but there's two or three yeah. small steps that we can put in place beforehand to sort of bridge or close the gap should i say between this this huge conversation and the yes or no for money um, so there's there's loads that we do coaching them around how the conversation is going to play out, but understanding humans, understanding why, you know, a potential client may or may not uh, find price an issue. Um, but the, the the main ethos is it's always based on integrity and it's based on results. So it's based on you delivering a fantastic product, yeah. uh, a great service, and that the client has a great time and gets the results they want. If somebody just passed the personal training level three and mm -hmm. now wants to become a tra personal trainer for the first time, do you work with people like that? Uh, n not often, but we definitely... How do, you, how do you get somebody like that to know what to charge and how to... They've got no results, really. They've got no experience per se. Mm -hmm. How do you, how does somebody start off by pricing? My, my personal my personal viewpoint is that they should go and work in a gym. Yeah, I think some of the I started in a commercial gym. People might disagree with that, but yeah. I am um, uh, commercial commercial gyms do some good in house training, uh, and I I think the biggest barrier with all of this is is just communication. 
Yeah. And one of my favorite sayings, uh, whoever it is I'm working with, is you get what you communicate. Uh, so being able to have a conversation to look each other in the eye, we we talked about that a bit off camera, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, and yeah. and it, it's a key skill and it's a skill that's diminishing. Yeah, yes. Uh, so, you know, if we if we've got a disagreement, yeah. we'll we'll you know, there's many people that, you know, perhaps for, you know, reasons, but they'll they'll walk past each other and then type it out. Or we won't say hello in the street and say, Oh, I've just saw you know, and send you a WhatsApp, oh I've just I've just seen you walk past me. Yeah. Um so it's a diminishing skill to to have a conversation and that's why I believe uh, a trainer or a coach starting out it's that personal element they've learned there's some skills on you know muscles and biomechanics and um, you know levers and joints and what's safe and what's not but let's learn how to speak to people and let's get ourselves into the psychology of the problems that our clients have and how we can help them solve those problems. And going on a gym floor and talking to people, getting to know people yeah. who you've never met before yeah, yeah, yeah. is, is and Trey, you know, you, you, you've just done it. Trainers, coaches, loads of people, they're like, you know. Yeah. Um, it, there's a brilliant book called The Flinch by Julian Smith, and I use that in, in my consultancy business book. What's that? Tell me that. Um, he, he's, it's all about that flinch response and the yeah. metaphor is about... That runaway yeah, sort of yeah. like, yeah, flight, flight mode. Yeah, absolutely. And the metaphors are, it's based on the metaphor of getting punched in the face and the flinch of it. Uh, I, do, I do a charity night, which maybe we'll get into. I get all yeah, my, yeah. my fighters to read that and whatnot. But one of Julian Smith's, it's free on Google, that by the way, you can, you can download it, take an hour to read. I'm pretty sure one of the challenges in that book is to go and speak to somebody that you, that you don't know. Yeah. And and when you when you get past it, and everybody yeah. everybody can and and you know is able to get past it, when you realise that it's just a story you're building up inside your head, yeah. you know that person over there is just cracking on, going about their day. Um, it, it, it once you broke it, it's it's a game changer. Yeah. And and then. Um, I, I did that when I first started out um, in my business. What I used to do to train myself was I used to start conversations with people in supermarkets mm -hmm. and the cashiers. And I'd always start conversations all the time yep. just to get better at starting conversations. Yep. So I, I totally, totally get that. Yep. It's just so hard for people right now because most of their interactions on the phone for them to Absolutely. lift their eyes up. Eye contact is such a big thing for kids these days and yep. get starting out it's um so I totally get all that mate yep. i didn't realize you were going to say that i was going to be honest with you yeah yeah so we get loads of new newly qualified approaching us and what i'll normally do is i'll give them i'll give them some advice yeah and i'll give them sort of four or five key steps and, yeah. and key things to, to to work with yeah say achieve these stay in touch we well, we have an account on instagram we give loads of free advice week in yeah. week out um get get cracking um, learn, get your stripes on your shoulder, and um, and stay in touch. And, and then once you've got going, well, then we'll then we'll work with them after that. And what do you recommend these people are charged? Is it is it different each time for each individual person? Yeah, because it's such a tough one, isn't it? Starting out right, okay, watch the charge. You look at everybody else. What are they charging? Oh, do you know what to charge, Rick? Yeah, com commercial gyms often will fix their price points right. for them, and that's that's a challenge but then after that it, we, 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 it's all about creating a vision of your life and, and what you value in life and, and obviously some people value 
materialistic things and, yeah. and that's okay yeah that's absolutely okay for other people though the vision of what a successful happy life looks like is um you know location freedom or, or time freedom the, you know the ability to not have to be in one place at one time yeah and so so that's kind of where we work from you know in terms of how you want your perfect week to look how you want to structure your life what do you want your life to look like in a month in three months in in a year and, and we may we may take a path which is cool because i'm i'm, I'm a big fan of failure yeah because uh, it doesn't exist we may take a path whereby after after walking that path a little bit we go no oh, actually not for me this yeah well then that's okay we we can we're not a tree we can move direction and move on to something else so it may be that it's all about money and being super busy initially particularly with um you know people who say that they want to buy their own house or this or the other or i want me i want my own gym is the classic one and we really dig into why they want their own gym it, it's it's a it's a, an enlightening sort of phase for them it's an enlightening thing um because what owning your own premises and business as you know looks like is mm. it's tough yeah. it's paying wages and paying bills and getting in first and going on last and and all that kind of stuff so each person going back to what you said before each person is individual each person is different um but i kind of to, to, to sort of quantify it it's not for me to give them the answers it's I ask the questions and and they find the answers. Um, I'll try and guide them, but but you know what true mentor do does, mate. Doesn't yeah, it? it's yeah. a guide. Yeah. yeah, like you said, they're rowing the boat. You're just like helping them yeah. na navigate the the path. Yeah, I don't always get it right. Yeah, I certainly come from the right place, and yeah, uh, you know, I try to um, help them in the right way. Yeah. Um, be that an arm around the shoulder. Be that a bit of a kick up the backside every now and then. Yeah, um, the accountability side of it. Exactly that, but but um, integrity is huge, and and that's something I I will not bend on. Is that it's about putting the client first. That's been the same in in sport and in in life, putting the the client first and making sure they're happy, mm. making sure they're getting. Um, and they're not being treated just like a number. Absolutely, another number on a spreadsheet. Absolutely, yeah. personal yeah. trainer, personal. People get that wrong, mate, don't they, a lot? Absolutely. And you see it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're not a spreadsheet. Yeah. You're not a number on my bottom line. You matter, and you as a person matters. And there's an irony to that, is that if I get you what you want and help you to, to go where you want to go and to be who you want to be and all those things, you will be my greatest marketing tool. Um, so I, I'm, I'm all about that. Integrity is huge. You have to look after your clients and do the right thing and be the right thing, definitely. Do, do people understand what that actually means to do that? Do they... It, it's so deep, that, isn't it? Mm. Understanding how to do that properly. That's like a, a certain amount of excellence that comes that everything needs to be the, the fine details everything how do you teach someone that who's who's never been able to do that before going that i know it sounds a bit cliche you know going the extra mile yeah and people just say it but they don't understand what that actually means going yeah. the extra mile it, it's inconvenience in yourself it's yeah. sometimes making sacrifices um 
personal sacrifices, uh, family sacrifices. It doesn't always have to be that way. And as I said, <coughs> we try and work towards that perfect week. Yeah. But sometimes it, there's call for it. Absolutely. And so you know, I work in in sport quite a lot, and there's you know there's obviously certain things can and can't say. Yeah. Work with a lot of well-known people, and that, it's great when you see the winning trophies and winning belts and all those kind of things. But you know, athletes are in many ways superhuman, but in many ways they're just like yeah. every single one of us, and they have times when they need shoulder to cry on or they need advice and guidance and um, their moments of, of need may come at awkward times for you but when you sign up to a kind of life of service it, you've got to be there to help them a life of service yeah love that yeah bit. and and um, and it's sometimes crisis management yeah they may be having a real you know, uh, crisis of confidence or, or, or some sort of issue going on within their their structure, whether you know whether that is sport or whether that is business or, or, or whoever it is I'm working with. Fundamentally, the challenges are very different, but actually, from a emotional level and a physiological level, they're exactly the same. Stress is stress. You know, challenges are challenges. Confidence is confidence or lack of. So, um, yeah, yeah, kind of it's understanding that of course in an ideal world when it gets to friday at 5 p.m it's switch off time but yeah. equally if we if we commit to our clients and we commit to to helping people that that life of service can be um a bit out of hours sometimes do you do you get a real sense of fulfillment doing what you're doing working with other coaches and stuff and help watching them blossom What's the what's the balance, the ratio of working with? I don't know if you can say it just because like people are like, oh, you like that better than this, but I can say it when you do, you light up, make me talk about it. And like I said, Charlie said so many nice things about you, Rick, and you really have helped change his perspective on things. It's amazing when you see it, and he's putting more classes on, he's got this cool WhatsApp group going on yeah. and stuff, mate. Yeah. And you see the community growing, yeah. and you're just like, fucking hell. Yeah. Well, he's got a call in, and he's realising that yeah. now. He's got a call in to get out there and help yeah. lots of people because he can help lots of people and and yeah I, I you know what, what kind of at the risk of sounding a bit cheesy I just like helping people I always have um that said uh, I expect people to work hard and work ethic is yeah. it's part of my key sort of values um and I'll be tough and uh, you know I have to manage my frustrations when work ethic doesn't always appear yeah with with certain people that that you know, I'm, I'm surrounded by my working life, but... Uh, Can I'm, you see that in people, that the word ethic, is that attached to them, that personal training's not their calling, not their purpose, where they've just chosen it for... Yeah, I mean, I, I see a lot, a lot of people get into personal training and coaching because they like training and coaching, and that is fundamentally a mistake. Yeah. A lot of people say to me, I'm thinking of becoming a personal trainer or a coach or, you know, performance coach. And I say, oh, brilliant, okay. Do you like training? Say, yeah, I say, don't do that then. <laughs> because if your driver is because you just solely love training, yeah. then that's not the main motivator because that's only one piece of the jigsaw. Um, so it's understanding that, that, that there is an awful lot more to it in terms of, like you say, building community, um, sacrificing time. 
but but when people get it and and when you see them making a difference to other people's lives i find that super rewarding and i, I love to see people uh, fulfilling their talent yeah i really do it, it gives me a buzz so these mentoring ships that you do how does somebody get in touch with you to like get on one of them um, so social media is usually the way for everybody now, isn't it? I've, I've got a website. So what is it a consultancy? So yeah. how do you sort of package that with somebody? What is it? What, how, how do you package that up? It's, it's so in terms of the the mentoring, it's yeah. a it's it's a two phase program. We have an online phase, and then um, that's where particularly when, when trainers have, have sort, of, sort of if they'll approach us and they're newly qualified, we might give them those five key steps. If they come back to us, say you know, hey, Rick, done these. I've done these, yeah. let's go. We'll put them into the online coaching program where we've got a we've got a full platform of learning, uh, digital learning that, that they can work through in their own time. And then what we'll do is we'll go through some key metrics some key questions, we'll formulate a 90 day plan with them and we'll work to that 90 day plan. Uh, every Friday we're on Zoom calls whereby we'll, uh, go through a key element of coaching, a key element of business training, key element of mindset training, whatever that looks like. Or it will kind of be, actually, no, today it's over to you. What have you done since last week? Let's, 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 let's have a look. Yeah. yeah, let's go through what you've done. Here's what you said you, you were going to do. Have you done that? So that that's kind of how we start. They'll get to a certain point and we can accelerate them through quickly. And then if, if we, we believe that the time is right for them, we then have the second program, which is what we call our boardroom. And then that is very much a mastermind that every month, they're, they're, they're bolted into, still into all the online stuff. But every month then, we sit them round a table with industry peers, you know, friends, and they have to get up uh, again. Uh, they kind of ask key questions. They've got to... They've got to get up and sort of stand there and face the music if that's if that may be the case. But it's again answering key questions. Here's what I've done, presenting where they're up to, and being critiqued essentially on all areas of their business, not only by me, but by their their friends, their industry peers around them. Why are you doing that? What's your rationale for that? Uh, how's this working? And we're kind of sense checking that that they're making decisions that are right for the clients, that are right for the business, um, because the business has got to make money. Can't help people if we're not making a living. Yeah. Um, and, and all that kind of stuff. And and, it, and it's it's a super productive day. So that's kind of how that arm of my mentoring, consultancy and business works. So let me let go back. I'll just give you an example. I'm a personal trainer, just full qualified now, right? Um, and I'm got my own gym at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to you, Rick. I need to come up with like a CRM system. I want to, a platform that can manage all my clients and stuff like that. Yep. What would you say? The first thing we'd look at is the structure of the business. How right. how do they how do they operate? Uh, so again, are they working to the hour? Are they working to a small group? system how, how does the client journey process so, so for you tim yeah how does that do because the client journey starts before the client gets in touch the client journey as you know better than i do it it, it starts when that piece of content catches your eye and you yeah. think you know 
Oh, and yeah, and you watch it, and then it, maybe it just passes you by, or you may see that that Did banner, you, yeah, or yeah, yeah, that flyer, yeah. or someone might mention you. You know, yeah. I've got this, you know, this person that I work with, yeah. nice person, and again, it passes you by, and and that's the start of your client journey. And again, some people are already are working with somebody else, or some people are further along that path that they're they're ready to make that decision and they're ready to make them changes in their life, whereas others will. It'll just sort of marinate through the brain and sit there for a while. Um, have you got to this thinking, you? Because it's right, like, but is that just through experience? Have you just been reading loads of books? What's the... Do, do you, are you analysing everything? Are you sort of sitting and asking, reflecting? You? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a bit of a curse sometimes. Think, yeah, and I'll but, get you me because I'm driving past fucking shops going, oh, there's an apostrophe on that fucking yeah, site. I'm just that. like, oh yeah. my God, just let it yeah, go. Absolutely. Menus at restaurants, I'm just like, oh, absolutely. So we, we put a client menu into place. That's one of the things we yeah. call it, you know, but, um, you know, how many restaurants you go into that just sell steak and chips? And if they only sold steak and chips, then that that's a problem. But that's what trainers and coaches do. Yeah. I sell hours. I still, yeah. I sell steak and chips. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, going back to your question, this is all I've ever done. This is all I've ever done. So you get you get qualifications, of course, um, but you learn. Yeah. You learn. You learn what what works well, what what doesn't. But I think one of my key principles for whether that's whether I'm mentoring or whether I'm working with athletes or whether I'm working in corporate because uh, you know do a lot of corporate coaching, keynotes, all that kind of stuff. One of my big principles is is what I call being a student of your game. And it's just understanding that... Like a white belt mentality kind of thing. So, yeah, so I, I remember being a kid and I've, I've done martial arts all my life and done, you know, had times when I've done well with it. And then, you know, as a young teenager, you get sidetracked yeah. by whatever and all that kind of stuff. But I remember as a, as a young kid, and I'll never forget this, I've, I've told a thousand people this in a thousand different places. Uh, the old, the sort of traditional martial arts that, that I was doing at that time, which I'm ironically back doing now with my son, we do it, we do it together. Um, we'd passed our grade at the time and, and I was a yellow belt and I was a, probably about eight or nine year old at the time. So you kind of from sort of left to right in rank order as, you, as you're receiving your yeah. belts. So, you know, I'm down on the left side as a young kid, sort of lowly yellow belt but but you know feeling great i've passed i've passed me one of my first you know gradings and all that and and as you work your way across the line you've got the black belts down the other end of the room and and to me they're like you know ninja yeah. samurai down, down there they are like wow um and you, you sort of you know bow pay get your respect get get given your belt this that the other and 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 the sensei and instructors are working their way along the line and they get to the um, people who uh, were being awarded their black belt and they, they bow and congratulate them and they award them their black belt. And they said, the, the instructor said to them, congratulations, you're now ready to begin learning martial arts. Mm. And I'll never forget that because my perception was black belt, mm. made it, you know, as a young kid, journey over, that's it. Their journey was just beginning, and and that was where I coined this, this phrase of being a student of your game because there's no ceiling yeah. to your learning. I I learn every day from a newly qualified trainers and coaches. I learn every day from anyone that crosses my path, and and the day I don't, then that is a real reflection day for me because there's there's something going wrong then for me. Beautiful that mate, isn't it? That white belt, you know, in order to be everything, you ought to be gonna be nothing. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think I think a, a lot of the philosophies that I have come across and, and my belief systems are actually from martial arts. Yeah. Uh, I believe that I believe martial arts would change society. If we put martial arts in schools now, yeah. I think it would have such a positive effect. You know, whatever that may be, boxing, jujitsu, kickboxing, whatever. Put that in schools. Yeah. I think it would. I think it would. Discipline, respect, all of that. Yeah, all of that. Mindfulness. Yeah. Um, uh, communication. Yeah. Um, coaching. How because you learn to help people along. You know, you learn when to be a bit tough with people, when not. So, I've certainly taken. And, and I'm, you know, I'm certainly not Bruce Lee <laughs> by, by any by any stretch of the imagination. But um, you know, and, and my son's in doing it now, but he's doing it off his own back, which I'm obviously super yeah, super, super happy proud, about. Yeah. You know, and I support him as best as I can. Yeah. But but equally, that's that's something that, and you can see you can see the change in him, not just from a physical change. He's he's lost weight. His his posture's improved, yeah. but. He's, 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 you can see his self-esteem's changed, his confidence, his self-efficacy, everything about him. And, and, and that, all those learnings that he's getting from the, the... We've got brilliant coaches where we're lucky enough to go to. I, I'm not his coach. I stay out of the way. I'm dad. Um, and you can see he's bringing them skills into other areas of his life. So let me just go back to the question of... I'm a personal trainer, mm -hmm. okay? Um, I'm training most people at home... I'm doing an hourly rate. Is yeah. that the right thing to do? That that can be absolutely the right thing to do for you. It can absolutely be the right thing to do. You've got a little gym at home. Yeah. Depends what you want. I think it's being clear on what your vision is. And if and if you've got a sum of money that you want to earn. So when you say vision, what, what does that vision mean, Rick? What is it? Because you know, I think a lot of people get mixed up with what a vision and what a goal is. Yeah. And, and they, they reach the goal and then they're just like, fucking hell, that was my vision, I've accomplished it. Yeah. What the fuck do we do now? Yeah. I mean, good, let's go to Tyson Fury. Got his vision, yeah. belts, and I'm just like, what the fuck do we do now? Next Absolutely, thing you know, he's yeah. fucking... So how, how does someone decide for what the vision and, and what a goal is? For us, what we look at is is we look at the, the kind of facts of it. If right. we look at, the, we look at the, the, the key sort of facts and metrics, um, what do you, what do you want your life to look like? So if you, you're a parent with a couple of young children, well, what does life look like for you? Life looks like school runs. Life looks like bath times. Life yeah. looks that that that's the the day to day of what life is. Yeah. And and then we'll look at okay, let's stay with the day to day. The hard facts are how much money do you need to earn to give you and your family the lifestyle that that you want and. That lifestyle might be a, a you know a very simple lifestyle, and yeah. I mean that respectfully. Yeah. But it, it could be, you, you know, you enjoy um, going to the park on a weekend for argument's sake, and um, so that's that's a life that that requires this amount of money. But what you want is boundaries, structure, foundations in place. Um, there's so many coaches and trainers that will leave the industry, and and. We'll, we'll look at why they're leaving and they'll say, well, I was working hours that I was missing my kid's bedtime. No wonder you've left the industry then because you, you actually what you valued most was your kid's bedtime and the, the you could have structured your diary in a way, you could have put things in place 
whereby... But because I've got such a scarcity mindset... That's right, yeah. Then I'm like, I know I need to do this or else I'm going to lose this client. That's right. When the the reality is, and going back to what we talked about before, you know, if Tim, you approached me and said, Rick, you know, can we do 7pm on Wednesday? I said, well, you hate him, you know... I, f- I finish at this time, finish at six, because what I, what I do is I've got two young children and I, and I want to be there to get them ready. No problem, Rick. Right. Totally understand. There you go. Yeah. But people will often avoid that, that, that courageous conversation. Because yeah, 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 yeah. they, they, they're thinking, that. no, I'm going to go to someone else. Yeah, Tim's not going to yeah. be happy. Yeah, 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 Whereas yeah, Tim yeah. would be super cool yeah. if you just spoke to him. So it, Amazing skill sets, mate, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. So simple, yeah. but like... It scares the living daylights of yeah. people, doesn't it? Yeah, but if, if you're if you're working in in you know in a, in a way or in a, in a in a structure that doesn't suit what your core values in life are, um, eventually it'll lead to conflict. Always will. So that's what we we boil it down to. If you're if you're working in a, in a structure, let's say the way you've got to be the primary financial earner within your household for whatever reason. Well, okay, that's fine, but let's be clear on what that financial target is, and then let's be clear on what your packages are, and then we're clear on how many of those packages we need to sell per week, per month, to make sure that we can pay our bills. Sick, Rick. Just nobody's gonna get that anywhere else, are they? They don't teach you that on a personal training don't course. Teach it. Don't teach it. But but this it's is the most important yeah. boundaries. Fucking boundaries. Yeah. Like fucking boundaries, man. Come yeah. on. And, and and just communicate that. Okay, I'm not gonna do Sundays because on a Sunday we go to the park as a family. Ninety nine times out of hundred the client will be like, Oh, that's great, lovely. Okay, well look, I'm moving. I've got two kids. You know, actually I can do Friday now. And I I forget who it was. I I wouldn't be able to name him anyway, but I forget who it was, but there was somebody within our program that that for years, for literally years, was working like a Sunday morning at like nine o'clock. Hated it. Eventually, it reached a boiling point. It exp- it kind of exploded with the client, and the client turned around and said, "Well, I hate Sundays. <laughs> I, I've only ever done Sundays with you because I thought that you like the- Sundays." And it, and it's just this thing of you just communicate, just talk. Just have that courageous conversation. Just, just, you know, I nearly said something that I probably shouldn't have said, but, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. find something and, yeah. and go and have the conversation. Definitely. So, I've got two kids, like you said. I'm the, the only breadwinner. Yeah. Love taking my kids to think. Kids are sort of like my life. I've got a little place that I'm training. Um, not sorting my packages out. Um, what should I charge hourly? What what does that look like, Rick? What what sort of questions are you asking that person? One of the big one of the biggest barriers and, and limiting beliefs is uh, for coaches is why they work one to one. Yeah. Why does it have to be one to one? And what again, what they'll find is that they put a story in place that that actually that, that hasn't come from the client. Or oh, my my client's like an exclusive environment. Well, I can't tell you how many people go to the gym now to meet friends, to have a social element, to have community. Accountability and community are the two key things of building a business, are the two key things of, of, of coaching. Of course, we, we'll we work on mindset and beliefs and training energy systems, but I, I can't tell you the last time, Tim, somebody came to me and said, you know, what I'd like to do is improve my lactic acid, you know, my tolerance to lactic acid. 
I would like to, you know, get get my lactic acid buffer in to improve. Even pro athletes don't do that. Pro athletes are like, yeah, I hate training, you know, but but I want to win fights. Okay, let's focus on what winning fights looks like. Well, that means that we've got to do this. Okay, great. And actually, what what most people come to us with is that, yeah, they, they want to, you know, they want to work on their self-confidence. They want to work on their self-esteem. They want to be a little bit happy with who they are in the mirror and how they feel about themselves. The, 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 the way that we get there, actually, more often than not, it, people enjoy it more if they've got friends to train with. And the fact that that makes it a little bit financially more capable for most people is, is even better. And actually, the trainer can earn a little bit more there as well. So it's a, it's a win-win for everybody. So um, the one-to-one model, it has a place, definitely. If you want to do one-to-ones, fine. Um, but often when we really get into it, and I've met many trainers and coaches who've, who've said to me, you know, I only do one-to-ones. And then when we really get into it, they've ended up with really successful group training businesses and and they've helped a ton more people. What is the group thing then? Is group two or more? Would you say that's two or more? Yeah, 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 two to many. Um, obviously price will change yeah. with that, but but with that you've got to have structure. It's a different style. So if it was me, I could like say to this person, oh, no, we're doing one-to-one, but I, I, I think it'd be really cool if you train with this other person, yeah. there's your same wavelength. How do you feel about training together? Yeah, people... People like people like themselves, don't they? You've got something in common. Yeah. We like f- football, for argument's sake. Yeah. You know, when, when we're there talking, doing our push-ups or whatever we're doing, that hurts. And the, the reality is that, we, you know, we've got stresses on and we're probably yeah. tired or, you know, whatever. We're not going to be talking, you know, we might say, you know, tell us about where this is working and why. Yeah. The reality is we'll be more interested in talking about how the game went at weekend yeah. if we like football and and before you know it then the time passes the sessions passed uh, the irony is you've you've trained a bit harder you've got into a bit of a flow state and and again it's it's a it's a win-win um have you have you got a goal to for this person we've just made up mm-hmm. for trainerized true coach something where they can manage all the clients and the calendars and stuff like that what what would you yeah. say to that person yeah within we from a business perspective there's a there's a couple of booking systems that we encourage all of the the um the trainers and coaches to use but then yet yeah, there is absolutely some there's two or three like you've just mentioned trainerize um true coach is good and there's a ever fit pt distinctions one that quite yeah. a few of the guys use but there's some really good digital support systems out out there uh, you know again uh, a, cli- a client that, that it's it's ironic and say a client i've worked with for a long long time oh i don't you know i'm a busy professional yeah. i go into hotels a lot yeah um you know I, i'm in a gym i don't know what i'm doing in a gym i'm like when was the last time you logged in the app well a while ago i was like well maybe go and do that and that obviously, you know, we laugh and joke about it because because the, the you know we are in a world now where I, I, I don't need I, I don't need to to sit and write pen and paper things out anymore for yeah. hundred people. I can I can yeah. literally put something together. Uh, there's tons of digital support out there. What's the goal to for you? What What's the one that you kind of recommend over all the ones? I think I think for pe- for personal trainers, I think the one that seems to function really well for the 
for the trainer and but more importantly for the client is yeah. the one called PT distinction. PT distinction. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. I use a What's a, the reason for that? It's got like a nice desktop, it's got an app with it. Can you can you brand that up yourself yeah. into your own all of those things? Yeah. Uh, there's one called Kahuna's which is good as well. It's Kahuna's. Great, great name, yeah, but great does all name. does all the things that, that you've said. Uh, the primary goal is 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 it easy for the client to use? Right. Is it easy so for you can the sign the consent form and it yeah. Boom. Is functionality easy? Um, one thing that clients, whether that's uh, lifestyle now or whether, for whatever reason, clients, and again, this, is, this challenge is the one-to-one model. Why do we sell an hour? Why not 59 minutes? Why not 61 minutes? Why do we sell an hour? Because actually, a lot of clients, when you communicate with them, are actually quite time-starved. They've, they've got a lot on. Yeah. And what they're looking for is a solution that they can you know, jump in and out of, uh, impact I work with a, a major gym chain, and what I won't name, and, and they were hemorrhaging memory, uh, members. And one of the f- key feedbacks was, uh, I, well, it wasn't actually in terms of the feedback because they'd never asked, but if you looked at the data, is their class attendance numbers were horrific and all their classes were an hour. I said, well, have you tried half an hour? You're in a central location so you put a shower, most people are going to want a shower or at least to freshen up after it. Yeah. Most people get an hour for lunch. I can't change the fact that companies give their staff an hour for lunch. But if I've got an hour for my lunch and the class is an hour and it's five minute walk to get there and then I need a quick shower at the back end of it, yeah. that just doesn't work. People won't come in late. Like they can't come in late because that's the rules and you've got to warm up and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. People don't want to leave early. People don't want to be that person that leaves early. So what they'll do is just avoid and then they'll end up leaving because it's ultimately not giving people a solution to their problems. Whereas if we ask them, and it was unbelievable the difference that point 30 minute classes are made. The person charging for the hour is that an hour of total workout? Because, like, say again, so we come back to our our personal trainer with a private gym at home, mm-hmm. charging for the hour. Obviously, there's 15 minutes before and 15 minutes after. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you manage that? As a are you charging for the hour or are you... we don't charge for the hour where where possible? We charge for a package per month, per week, and per month. Because like you say, there, there may be a bit of time at the end of the session where we So you say have... that to most people, look, don't charge for hour, charge Absolutely. packages. Charge. Pe- people, people don't buy, when you look at the psychology of people, people don't buy based on price. Yeah. They buy based on perceived value. So what would you recommend for that person? What would you recommend them to do? Put what? Create two or three packages. Yeah. At different price points. Yeah. Uh, an entry-level price point, a mid-level price point and a higher level price point, which the price point reflects contact time. Yeah. Have a tribe, you know, Starbucks stand outside still and give you little coffees, um, to give you a little taste. People still, some places I believe have stopped it, but people still yeah. test drive cars, you know. So a, a little taster test driver package yeah. before there's non-committal, but that's your chance to wow them, that's your chance to impress, get them into your community. And then two or three price points where they pay monthly, that that includes uh, some training time, but also some what we call support time. And what that might be digital support, that might be some conversational support, yeah. but, but that then means that you've got a quantifiable business, you can run 
uh, some financial projections because they're important. You can look at trends in your finances. Um, you can look at the, if marketing's working. You know, if you do a campaign, does it increase uh, sign-ups onto that front-end offer package? Does it increase sign-ups into your, into your memberships? Yeah. You might think your marketing package is brilliant, but is it resonating with the client? Does the client look at that and think, I want to join this person? Um, so it's always it's always to monthly, and we try and avoid the hourly rate. Uh, it's not sustainable. It's not a sustainable business. Um, if you look at legal, you know, which was the classic hourly rate, wasn't it? Um, and they, they still, you know, they still charge yeah, yeah. expensively by the hour. But but legal will often look to try and retain you if it's a long ongoing case, yeah. uh, because that works well for the business and. And it's and it's given in a way that it saves the client some money. What um, would, what would that entry level package look like? Three personal training. Go on, just yeah, give so, me a give me. So if you compare, if you look at uh, say forty pounds a week, four week month, um, uh, so one hundred and sixty a month. F- that's four training sessions per week. Uh, so you've got four hours of of coached time with with a coach, and then. Outside of that, you've got to do your own thing. Okay. Um, where trainers go wrong is they, they don't then charge for that support time, whether that's programming, answering questions, digital support, all that kind of stuff. Resentment kicks in. They're yeah. then doing a ton. As they get busier, they're doing a ton of work they're not paid for. Uh, then standards start to slip, and so the negative cycle begins. Uh, clients start to get a bit disillusioned. Uh, where's my program, Tim? You promised it me for Monday. It's now Wednesday. Um, Tim's going, well, actually, I'm doing this for free, da 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 And, and so the, the negative cycle continues. £160 a month, you can join one of our small group packages. Within that, there's three coaching hours a week in a small group where you'll meet some friends, get motivated, get the occasional kick up the arse from like-minded people. It also includes digital programming, access to the app, access to the community, where we'll answer your questions on our calls twice a week. I, for the same price of 160 quid, you get 12 hours of contact time, you get to meet loads of friends, uh, you're far more likely to get results and uh, you'll enjoy your experience within our team. Give them a t-shirt, people love a t-shirt, they love to be part of things, they love identity. You're talking about Tyson Fury, that's where Tyson Fury is at, fascinated by the programme at the moment. Yeah, one on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because... His his so his whole identity. It's not about winning things. It's about the identity of Tyson Fury, the Gypsy King. People love to be part of something bigger than themselves. Yeah, and that's what this is all about, is it not? For most people, most gyms, so they feel part of something bigger than themselves. Absolutely, which is what community Absolutely. really is. And if you look at events. Uh, Tough Mudder, all that kind of stuff. Look at the global uh, success, which has gone absolutely unbelievable of a high rocks. Yeah. Leaderboards, community, a bit of a challenge. People love that. A few trophies. It's unbelievable what people will do for a three quid medal. How do people get in touch with you, Rick, from a coaching standpoint? Do they, are they messaging you on on Instagram now and say, look, Rick, I really like what you're about? Because I'm... 100% 100% recommend everybody. If you're a coach, if you've got your own gym to like, jump on one of your mentoring yeah. programs, man. At, at Rick Moylan, R-I-C-M-O-Y-L-A-N. 
same website, uh, rick at rickmoyland.co.uk. Um, and I'll personally reply to everyone that, that I get. I always do. Um, How much does something like this, a mentoring programme, cost for you, mate? Uh, it starts at 150 a month. Yeah. So it starts at a similar price point to... What you um, should be charged as an entry level. What we'd encourage our coaches to start as an entry level. That's yeah. why we've... That's why we've positioned it that way. Yeah. Um, so, you know, absolutely. Um, we, 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 as I say, we don't we don't roll the boat for you, but but we honestly believe we we help and we support and. It's and just we, the knowledge, mate, isn't it? Just yeah. like you just saying that now, just like totally changed my mind on how how people should be doing it. It's yeah. um, and it's it's just it's just experience and 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 it's understanding people. But that what what people are looking for, yeah. what people are looking for is friendship. You know, Maslow, nineteen forty three, I think it was the old the old research, the hierarchy of needs. People want friendship, community. Yeah. Look at the lockdown that we've just been through the last you know two three years. How challenging that was for people. Yeah, isolation. Uh, companies are now realizing that getting people back in the office is the best thing. It's the best thing, not just for. Uh, you know, bottom line, finances, results, figures, but in terms of uh, staff well-being, uh, people like to be around friends. They like to talk and interact. So look at the changing demographic of offices now. I mean, we're sat in this super cool workspace here. You know, 20 yeah. years ago, yeah. they wouldn't have had pool tables and co-working spaces and all that kind of stuff. But that is that is the environment to create the best out of people. So it's been often being around people. And do you do talks as well? Um, or do you have to be part of your mentoring programme to come on one of your talks or how yeah. does that work? Yeah, so um, true to true to my, my roots and everything that, that, that we've we've talked about, I, I want to try and help as many people as possible. I, I help my industry peers, but I, I want to help members of the public. Um, I, of course, I love sport. I love... Uh, working with athletes and going back to your original question what do you do the challenge that I faced was that people would, would often think oh Rick only works with elite athletes and that's absolutely not true that was an area I had to work on and take responsibility for that yeah I love sport and I've worked with the military and all kinds of you know different challenging environments but I, I, I go into companies, I do lots of work going into companies, working from uh, the top down and from the ground up, um, doing talks, doing coaching programs. But then equally, I, I, run, a, I run my own coaching program, MAPS, um, which is anybody can sign up to. Uh, and it's based on the same ethos of working on body, working on mind, um, uh, community. We go out walking. We we were in, you know, like every everyone is now, which is great to see. We're doing all kinds of mad stuff, like jumping in cold water yeah, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And uh, and we're going down to this really cool gym quite soon. All my gang, this really cool gym called Farmer Strong, and we're all going to train down. Sick, we're all going to train down there quite soon. So, um, so yeah, and and uh, I mean, it's I, good, mate, because you can tell you love it. You know what I mean? It. I love yeah. it. Every day is a Saturday. I yeah. love it. I just like, I like people and I like, yeah. even when people challenge you, you know, it's cool. The, the, the challenges are good. Yeah, it's just cool. a, that's just a mental reframe, you know, when someone's, you know, being a, you know, what towards you, you know, well, maybe you're just having a bad day. It's not personal. Yeah. And I, 
I'm not perfect, of course. Yeah. Get involved in road rage occasionally <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, which I shouldn't do. Yeah. And I teach people not to do. None of us are perfect. Well, it's catching yourself in that moment. It's exactly that. Isn't it? It's exactly that. And, and you know, I, I, I do some crazy stuff now if, on my talks and seminars. We, we do all fire walking and yeah. getting people walking barefoot on broken glass. And all. it's all about testing their fears and limiting beliefs. And But yeah, I, I love it. I, I'm a student of this. I'm a student of the game. Definitely still learning, always. But yeah, try my best to help people. Mate, appreciate your time. Appreciate you. you coming on. Appreciate you me and the message that you're sending out. Mate, everybody go and follow Rick. Um, personal trainer, coach. You want to up your game? Go and sign on one of Rick's programs. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. you with the best.